Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You worked for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, done a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. All right, America, this is Rich Valdez, your liberty-loving Latino amigo right here, 17 floors above Madison Square Garden in New York City. And you guys know that last month we had the Puerto Rican Parade right here in New York City. And that's why I want to bring a special guest on today to talk about some history and the facts around how Puerto Ricans were taken advantage of in the 70s. The same way that African-Americans are being taken advantage of right now by Marxists. But first, I want to tell you about Just Facts. JustFacts.com is my go-to when I want primary source data, where nobody's spun the numbers, nobody's given me their side of the story, just getting raw data in an easy-to-interpret way. They do excellent analysis. In my opinion, Just Facts is the premier think tank outside of Washington, D.C. So go check them out, JustFacts.com. That's F-A-C-T-S, JustFacts.com. And if you go to JustFacts.com slash rich, you can sign up for their mailing list absolutely free, and they will send you new stuff as it comes out. That's JustFacts.com, JustFacts.com slash rich. Now, anybody that listens to this show knows that I'm Puerto Rican. Of course, I'm American of Puerto Rican descent. My parents are both born in Puerto Rico, but anybody who was born in Puerto Rico after 1898 is American. So it's no surprise that I'm a patriot, that I love my country. Anybody who listens to the show also knows that last summer I was marching in the Puerto Rican parade with Curtis Sliwa and the Guardian Angels. And I bumped into my favorite congresswoman from the Bronx and Queens, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, also known as All Out Crazy. All Out Crazy cut and ran. She cut and ran because she didn't want to talk to me about capitalism versus socialism. And I understand that because a lot of the commies, the Marxists, the um, communist sympathizers, they don't like that type of thing. They like to uh, do things like abolishing the police. And somebody who understands about abolishing the police is the son of a police officer that was murdered by the FALN. Now, the FALN is a Puerto Rican domestic terrorist group. Now, a lot of people don't realize that not all Puerto Ricans are terrorists. It's just like not all Americans are leftists. Most of the people I know don't think like Bernie Sanders or AOC. And it's much the same way in Puerto Rico. I want to introduce you to somebody that wrote a book. And it's an important book because, to me, it's, it's a story that needs to be told. I want to introduce you to the author of Shattered Lives, Joe Connor. Welcome to This is America. Hey, Rich. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. You know, it's funny. I called you because I wanted to talk about this stuff. And when, when we spoke before, you mentioned if I'd seen your piece in townhall.com and I printed it. That's why I'm a little out of breath. I ran to the printer. <laughs> and I'm looking at the piece that you wrote on, on Black Lives Matter and their intentions sounding all too familiar. And honestly, that is what went through my mind today without even reading your piece. I was thinking to myself, we've been seeing, and I don't want to say Black Lives Matter because I think they're getting too much of a latitude here. 
I really think we're talking about Marxism, right? People that are, are Marxist, communist sympathizers, and they continue to offer the same thing each and every time. They just repackage it different ways, yep. whether it's Black Panthers. They use race. They use income. Income inequality is one of their favorite catchphrases And besides race. And one of the other things that they always use now is the environment. Your piece about BLM and their intention sounding all too familiar is really what I want to talk about because, first of all, you went through something horrific. I mean, January 24th, 1975, six businessmen were having lunch in lower Manhattan. And we're here in Manhattan, as you just heard, 17 floors above Madison Square Garden at the historic Francis Tavern. And there was a bomb in there and it went off and it killed people. And one of those people was your dad and my condolences. Thank you. And I, I applaud your courage for the work that you do. But I think many people listening to this program may know about this and many may not because this happened before I was born. And it's one of those things that, you know, it becomes a piece of history, but we don't want it to be forgotten. So if you could tell us a little bit about the significance of why did they choose Francis Tavern in lower Manhattan? Well, it, it's a great question. Francis Tavern is where George Washington bid farewell to his officers after the Revolutionary War. It's where the Congress met. It's where the Sons of Liberty met, where Alexander Hamilton, who we all know, um, he met. And they. it was where the foundation of American liberty and freedom was found. And it was such a significant point for the FALN, who were Marxist, to attack that point of liberty. It was also where businessmen met. My dad was a businessman. My dad worked for the Morgan Bank. He actually wasn't a police officer, uh, but they did attack police officers, That's even correct, Puerto yeah. Rican police officers. So he, um, it, it was, a, it was a, a way to attack, and they, have a, they left a communique, reactionary corporate executives. You know, it was um, it was a Marxist language, and that's in my article in Town Hall. There's a link to that specific communique. They left a communique for every bomb, um, and uh, they were very specific about what their attack was, and it was to attack American liberty. It was to attack um, – it was racial profiling, if you want to put it like that. They, they profiled the uh, – you know, it was white guys who were in suits who ate there, and um, – they were the reactionary corporate executives. Now, my dad was 33 years old. He was a uh, born in Washington Heights, uh, total working class. He went to uh, college at night. He actually went to CCNY, who... Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com had a Morales Shakur community center. William Morales was the, was the guy who built the bomb that murdered my father. Mm. Um, and uh, Shakur is now Joanne Chesimard, who is a uh, Black Liberation Army member who killed Warner Forster on the Jersey Turnpike. Yeah, now they, from what I've heard, she's somehow related to Tupac Shakur, and she's she hiding is, out in Cuba. Yep, and she and Morales are in Cuba. And, uh, and they... Th- so these are the connections. They made made a community center honoring the terrorists who murdered my father at the school where he actually went to. You know, you can't make this stuff up. So No, it really is, and it's tragic. But I mean, you, of all people, have such expertise in connecting the dots, because I think a lot of people think that these are just community groups uh, like uh, 
some of their associated uh, organizations in this web. But uh, help us understand, you know, sure. to really paint the picture of, you know, FALN and how they're connected. And when I say FALN, uh, you know, we're talking about the National Liberation Group, the Armed Forces. Armed Forces for National Liberation is the acronym. Yeah, um, you know, they they were a group that was founded in the early '70s, along with the Weather Underground. They were very connected. As a matter of fact, their bombs um, were exactly the same. <clears throat> Weather Underground, if you remember, um, is Bill Ayers uh, and Bernadine Dorn, and Bill Ayers was the um, the guy who Obama started his um, his uh, campaign. Uh, political am- ambitions for in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are direct connections there. Um, Oscar Lopez is one of the FALN leaders um, who went to prison uh, in the early in the early 80s and was given clemency along with the rest of the FALN by uh, by President Clinton. Yeah, and I just want to pause there. So yeah. you know, so many of these guys did their thing as Marxist uh, terrorists in the 70s. And they took this part in. But when it came to Lopez, what happened? Lopez turned down the clemency in 1999. And the clemency was a total was a total uh, political job to try to get Hillary connected with the Latino community in New York. And what the what the Clintons peddled was that these people were nonviolent terrorists and they should be let out. Yeah, and that's really the such a thing existed. Yeah. I mean, they were no one was ever convicted specifically of the Francis bombing. But the FALN left their communique. They were part of the everyone in that group was part of the conspiracy and they were convicted on seditious conspiracy charges in Chicago. Uh, if if they so they didn't get them for bombing, they got them on uh, conspiracy them, to do the bombing. Yeah, well, they did not that bombing, but they did get them on other bombings. They, they blew up 130 bombs in the U.S. I also have a picture and you can see it on my website. We win America dot com of Oscar Lopez outside Francis that day that was taken by the New York Daily News. And uh, it's him. And I've I've been talking to the FBI and the and NYPD. No one's denying it's him. Um, and I just happened to see him in the background in one of the shots. So it's startling. When I, when I saw that a couple of years ago, um, I almost lost my mind. <laughs> um, but it was him. So you and saw this picture a couple of years back there. from 1975. Yes. Immediately, immediately after the bombing, Lopez standing outside. And, and this is the same Oscar Lopez, if I'm not mistaken, that's on the cover of your book. Um, no, that's it's actually William Morales who's on the cover. Oh, the of bomb book. maker. He's the bomb maker who blew himself up on what have been, would have been my dad's thirty seventh birthday. He blew himself up, lost nine of his fingers, part of his face, and uh, somehow escaped from Bellevue wow. Prison Hospital and ended up in Cuba. So, uh, so what we're talking about is a is a total Marxist conspiracy, and that goes back to the seventies, and there, it's absolutely connected to the uh, Black Libera- the uh, Black Lives Matter. Well, and you said it right. It is the Black Liberation Movement. That's how the communists yeah. coined it back in the 80s and the 70s. Uh, and what I want to make clear here, because to me this is the most fascinating part, is that for people who are, you know, new to observing politics and, and um, you know, looking at what, you know, things for what they are and where they're going, we, we saw how this group of Marxists wanted to turn Puerto Rico into another Cuba. Yeah. Yeah. And they did that throughout the set and they're still at it today. And yeah. I, I know that they are and they're doing it. They do it and have done it in Venezuela as well. But they have not been successful in Puerto Rico to date. 
However, it's clear that there's a, a, an M.O. of the way they operate that these guys go after ethnic groups. Race is one of the things they do. In the 70s, it was the Puerto Ricans. Now it's the African-Americans. Yeah, no, you're right. And you know what? I, I, the, the, the slogan, Black Lives Matter, of course Black Lives Matter. But the, that organization is, is a communist organization. And so I would like to say Black Lives Count. I, w- I would start a new thing a new policy and say that because i do believe black lives yeah. or black lives matter do. too you know black if you're trying to make yeah. if you're making that case that you know people aren't paying attention or they're not getting airtime i get it yeah but it shouldn't be an organization that's being that's being pushed um be, you know in the and i i, I point out in the well, article, unless you want to dupe people unless you want to dupe people I, I point out in the article that in the in the 70s you had the armed forces of national liberation you had black panthers you had black liberation army you had all these names that were very clear of what their intent was. Today, they couch it, right? It's Black Lives Matter. It's anti-fascist. So they're trying to dupe you. And you know, it's funny. Um, I, I, I was group. telling this to my, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it, no. it's such a brilliant point. My, my daughter the other day, she was like, Dad, didn't you tell us once that, you know, we're not fascists? And I was like, you're damn right we're not fascists. <laughs> and, and she's like, then why, why, why do you take exception to the anti-fascist people? And I said, because they're fascists. They're, they're fascists. <laughs> they, yeah. they do, it's do what I say or I'll hurt you. I mean, yeah. that's how they roll. That's how they roll. They walk into, they walk into restaurants. You, you know, I live in suburban New Jersey here, and they walk into restaurants, and they shout down people in the restaurants here, and it's happening everywhere. That's what fascists do. So, I mean, and we see that constantly. It's, it's, it's on the left. They, they, do, they accuse others of doing exactly what they do, whether, whether it's um, spying on the president or, you know, the, the, the list just goes on. Um, they, they accuse you of their deeds, and, and uh, that's, that way they keep the, um, the constitutionalists on their heels. Yeah, we constantly and have to defend ourselves. A hundred percent. I totally agree. I, if you could, with, uh, with like a minute and a half to go, I want you to kind of nail down the biggest parts of your – uh, analysis on how BLM is so similar to FALN and other Marxist groups. Well, their philosophy is the same. It's 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 communism, and they've they've announced that um, their people are the same. It's Susan Rosenberg who raises money for Black Lives Matter was the uh, me- member of the Weather Underground or what, me- member of the family and the May Nineteenth Communist Organization. Same person. She broke. William Morales out of prison. She broke Joanne Chesimard out of prison as part of the family. So the connections are the same. Their goals are the same. Their goals are to disrupt the United States. Their goals are to insert a Marxist uh, leadership with them at the top. And, uh, you know, they, they even put things about destroying the, you know, the family, um, you know, the, the nuclear family in the U.S. And, and that's purely Marxism. And that's what the FALN uh, push for a disruption in, in the way that the U.S. did, um, the U.S. Sort of works and and any way they could. And even even today, Oscar Lopez, who is out, is travel has traveled to Cuba. He's traveled to Venezuela. Um, he's traveled to Brazil to some communist party uh, there. So I mean, they were very clear about their goals, and this group is very clear too. Um, there's a at the the, the fist in the air, too, at, at the Morales Shakur Center at CCNY, and you can see it on my website. I, mm-hmm. I went up there and I took a picture of the doors with a black fist painted in red um, on the doors. It's identical to the Black Lives Matter uh, fist that's there. So, Which is so similar to the Black Panthers and so many so, other groups. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and it's it, because it, they it, really all share the same goal. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's right. And, and I say Black Lives Count. 
of course, you know, we're all, we're all brothers here in the U.S. That's, that's, that's what has made us so successful. Um, and it's not dividing, which these folks do, that, that, that brings any success. It's, it's being together and, and sorting things out uh, together, you know. And, and with the Puerto Rican people, after, after the, the uh, Lopez, when, when he was given clemency a second time by Obama, I, I was reached out to by so many people in Port, from Puerto Rico who are all so, so supportive and embarrassed that anyone would think that they would support terrorism or, or Marxism. So I, I think that the, it's a very small minority that are pushing these things, but they're very loud and they have a lot of the media on their side. And, and it makes, a, it makes a, uh, a trickle look like a wave. And, um, you know, we need to understand that and not be intimidated by it. Yeah. So we're talking with Joe Connor. He's the author of Shattered Lives, along with Jeff Engbert. And uh, Joe, before we go, I just have another question. I want to get your take on what do you think? And obviously this is a part of the Marxist mantra which is defunding the police. But what are your thoughts on this whole abolish the police movement? Well, it's insane. I mean, if, if, you, if you care about black lives or any lives for that matter, you don't, you don't get rid of the police department. Um, you know, they talk about systemic racism. Well, you know, there's, I don't know how many thousands of different police forces are in the U.S., so I don't know what system they're talking about. If there was systemic racism, everyone would be getting shot by police everywhere. So it's just not the case. Um, it is, it's a way of weakening uh, our country. It's a way of, of making, um, in my view, people in the, uh, in the inner city more dependent on gangs um, and, more, and more vulnerable. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a... Um, yeah, it really seems like they're driving forward. a wedge into yeah. the United States. A- absolutely. And, you know, the, these police officers, you know, why would you want to be a police officer now? If someone approaches you in your car... Um, your life is at stake, and you know that whether you shoot or not, um, you you might die or you may be brought up on murder charges. Um, so it makes puts the cops on the defensive, and uh, you know I, I I really feel for these guys. Ninety nine point nine percent of them are just amazing. What happened in Minneapolis was a disaster and horrible, and uh, I think we all felt felt the pain of that. But it's certainly. Um, you know that it was a, it wasn't a real impetus to what's going on right now. That it's taken on a completely different tenor um, than that. And if Black Lives Mattered to so many people, then you know Chicago and Atlanta and New York and all these big cities where we have so many poor innocent children being shot or aborted, um, that they'd be really caring more about that. All right. Well, everybody, that is Joe Connor. The book again is Shattered Lives. Joe, what is the website? WeWinAmerica.com. Um, is my my main website, and then Shattered Lives Movie, um, Shattered Lives the Movie. Sorry, dot com. We have a uh, we have a movie coming out um, that's in production right now. It's a oh, documentary. Very so, exciting. Good yeah, to it know. is. It's it's a. Uh, well, it, once it's, it's complete and we could take a look at it, I'd love to have you back on. I'd, I'd love to have. I'd, I'll send you a copy when we get it. Sounds good. All right, everybody. That's Joe Connor. Joe, thanks for being with us on This Is America. Hey, anytime, Rich. So there you have it. The real deal behind the FALN. This. Marxist group infiltrating different races, in particular now the uh, Puerto Rican ethnicity in 1975. And right now, people that were affiliated with them through the Weather Underground have been mentored and now lead Black Lives Matter. All is not as it seems. This is why it's so important that we stay on our toes. Like Joe Connor mentioned, he said they keep the constitutionalists on their toes. We have to be on our toes. We have to know what we're doing. We have to stay on top of things so that we know our stuff. 
Otherwise, they're going to try and get over on us each and every time. This is how they roll. The Marxists will rewrite history. They will erase history. And they'll do it all to take over the system so they can destroy the system. And they're experts like Lenin, like Stalin, Trotsky, and more. Experts at using the system to destroy the system. And that's why I'm so thankful to each and every one of you that listen to this program. Because our numbers are doing fantastic. So I know you're listening and I know that you're sharing this with your friends and I thank you for it. And if you're not, start sharing, please. (laughs) Absolutely. We're on Parler. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. And each and every one of you that's left a review, the five star gold star review and the thumbs up and all those different things that you do on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and all the podcast apps, it works. People are listening and I'm so appreciative to each and every one of you. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Mr. Producer, thanks you very much. If you have any complaints, you can tweet him at Rich Cementa or hit him on Parlor at Rich Cementa. And as I always say, if you stand for nothing, you will fall for anything. That's Hamilton. And a popular quote that you've heard attributed to Lord Acton as well as Sir Edmund Burke, the only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good people like you to do nothing. So share this with somebody, send it to somebody you know, help them understand something, recommend the good book to them, send another podcast to them. I just want people to be informed, I want people to be active, and I want them to be engaged, because when it says we the people at the top of that constitution, they literally mean we, you and me, and I'm going to start with you. I know what I'm doing, what are you doing? Until the next time, America, hasta la próxima, I'm Rich Valdez, and this is America. This is America. 